Allah says, وَإِذْ and when يَقُولُ He was saying, who? المُنَافِقُونَ The hypocrites. وَالَّذِينَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٌ And those in whose hearts is a disease. Which disease? Of weak faith. So two groups. One of those who are really munafiq. They have no faith in their heart. And the other, those who do have faith, but their faith is diseased with weakness. Alright? So these people, they began saying, مَا وَعَدَنَا اللَّهِ مَا not وَعَدَنَا He has promised us Allahu Allah وَرَسُولُهُ and His Messenger إِلَّا غُرُورَ Except delusion. They said at this time, Allah and His Messenger have betrayed us. There has been no good that we have found in supporting the religion of Allah. This is what the deen of Allah has brought us to. That our lives are in danger, our city is in danger, our properties are in danger. Allah and His Messenger have betrayed us. This is what the munafiqun thought. They said, where is the help of Allah? Doesn't Allah say that He will help those who help Him? And here we need to ask ourselves also, that when we are in difficulty, we must never ever utter words of disappointment in Allah. We can always complain to Allah because who else can we complain to? We can always express our fear and our worries and our agony and our, you know, whatever we are feeling, express it before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seek His help. Ask Him for more and more help. But never ever be angry with Allah. Never be upset with Allah's decisions. Because it doesn't befit a believer. A believer in hard times, how is he? Patient, and that is good for him. وَإِذْ قَالَتْ And recall when they said, Who said? طَائِفَةٌ A group. مِنْ whom From them. From among who? From among the hypocrites. From among the people who had weak faith. They said to the rest of the believers, They said, يَا أَهْلَ يَثْرِبْ O people of Yathrib. What is Yathrib? Medina. Medina to Nabi, the city of the Prophet ﷺ, before the Prophet ﷺ migrated to Medina, what was it called? Yathrib. Alright? But after the Hijrah, it was called Medina. So these people, they said, O oh, people of Yathrib. Is there anything strange over here? People of Yathrib. Medina was no longer called Yathrib. They're reminding the people of the time before Islam. Alright? It's as if they're dissociating themselves from the Prophet ﷺ. They're dissociating themselves from the Muhajirun, from Islam. They said, Ya Ahla Yathrib, La not muqama lakum. Muqam, any standing, lakum for you. You don't have any stability over here. You have no strategic position over here. You have no firm ground over here. So what should you do? Farji'u. Go back. Go back where? To your homes. Muqam. Muqam is from the root letters qaf wal meem. Qama yaqumu to stand and muqam, standing, position. Alright? So they said, you can't stay standing here for long. You cannot face the enemy. What are you doing here? You're wasting your time. You're risking your lives. Leave the trench and go to your home and guard your property and guard your family. This was a call to abandon the Prophet ﷺ. And what happened? Some people did. Those with weak faith, they left the ranks of the Muslims, and they said, you know what? We're more concerned about our own personal lives, our property, our safety, so we're going. And some people, at least they had the dignity to seek permission. 
So yastadhinu. He was seeking permission. Who? Fariqum minhum. A group from them. From among who? From among those who had weak faith. They began asking permission from who? An-Nabiyya. From the Prophet wasallam. Asking permission for what? To be allowed to leave the trench. To be allowed to go back to their homes in the city. To put down their weapons. Because you see, when you're afraid, what do you want? You want to avoid the situation, right? But if you avoid it, is it going to change the reality? You have to face it. You have to overcome it. Right? And if you don't, you hide, you run away, the problem is just going to get worse. Correct? So they wanted to hide, they wanted to run away, and they wanted that only, you know, the Prophet ﷺ, the Muhajirun, some of these believers, they should take care of everything, and we should be able to go and comfortably sleep and eat in our homes. And what's the excuse that they gave? Yaquluna. They were saying, Inna indeed, buyutana, our houses, buyut plural of bayt, they said, our houses are awratun, exposed. This is the excuse they gave. Our houses are exposed, they're in danger, we have to go guard our properties. So please allow us to leave the trench and go. The word awra is from the root letters, ayn wa and awra is basically that which should be covered, okay, it should be concealed. Why? Because it's not proper to expose it. It's not proper to leave it unattended, because otherwise, it's vulnerable. It needs protection. It needs protection, it needs covering. Okay? This is what awra means literally. From this, the word awra is also used for private part. Why? Because it should be covered. Alright? So, they said our houses are exposed. Why did they say this? Because the Banu Quraidah had turned against the Muslims. Allah says, وَمَا هِيَ بِعَوْرَةٍ their houses were not at all exposed. How? Because when the Banu Qurayla, when they betrayed the Muslims, the Prophet ﷺ sent 200 Muslims to go and guard the fortress where the families of the Muslims were. 200 Muslims were guarding. Secondly, they were not exposed. Why? Because who was guarding the city of Medina? The Muslims were 2,500 of them standing at one side of Medina guarding the city. How could the city be exposed? So why were they saying this? They were not intending illa except firara to flee. This was just an excuse to get away, to run away because they didn't want to participate in the battle. What do we learn over here? We see that when there is a problem that affects the entire community, then we cannot run away from that problem. Because if it's affected somebody, if it's affected the community, it has affected who? Us. It has affected me. You understand? Generally we are concerned about our own safety, security, whatever it may be, but think about it. If it's your own house, alright? And somebody is trying to get into your house and they get into your brother's room and they're going through his drawers and taking his money and taking his possessions. Would you say, oh, not my room? Would you say that? That would be foolish, right? Muslims are like one body, aren't we? If somebody attacks your foot, somebody throws something on your foot, what happens to your hand? Oh, thank God, not me. 
it's a reflex, isn't it? That your hand will reach out to your foot to soothe the foot. You don't have to tell your hand, reach out to the foot and soothe the foot. Your hand will do it automatically because it feels the pain. The brain feels it, the brain sends the command, do something for your foot, right? This is how the Muslims are. So when something affects the entire community, we cannot just leave some people to handle the whole situation and take shelter pretending as if we're not part of the equation at all. Thinking about only oneself at the cost of letting the Muslims suffer, this is wrong. Because the believers are a body. Allah says, وَلَوْ دُخِلَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَوْ and if دُخِلَتْ It was admitted. دَالْ خَالَامْ عَلَيْهِمْ upon them. What was admitted upon them? The enemy, the army troops. If they had come upon them, upon who? Upon these people who were trying to run away from the trench. مِنْ أَقْطَارِهَا From its أَقْطَار Whose أَقْطَار? The أَقْطَار of the city. Which city? The city of Medina. أَقْطَار is a plural of the word قُطْر قَاف with a dhamma, طَا with a sukun. قُطْر And قُطْر means janib, side. Okay? So, if the army troops had been entered upon them from all its aqtar, meaning from all its surrounding regions, meaning if the enemy came, entered Medina from all sides. Remember I mentioned to you earlier that Medina was naturally protected from three sides. Two sides, volcanic rock, and the third side, date palm orchards, right? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that if the mushrikeen decided to come from where? from the volcanic rock or through the orchards, if they were to come, ثُمَّ then سُؤِلُوا الْفِتْنَةَ سُؤِلُوا They were asked. Now when you ask someone for something, you're requesting them to do something for you. You're demanding something from them. Right? So if the enemy was to come into Medina from all sides, and then as they entered into Medina, the munafiqeen, they were demanded. Meaning the mushrikeen asked the munafiqeen, to do al-fitnata. What is fitna over here? Betrayal, fighting the Muslims. If the hypocrites were asked to fight the Muslims, what would they do? What would they do? Allah says, لَآتَوْهَا Surely they would have come to it. Come to what? The fitna. Meaning then for sure they would participate in the battle. وَمَا and not تَلَبَّثُهُ They would have remained biha with it إِلَّا except yasira Briefly تَلَبَّثُ From the root letters تَلَبُّثُ تَلَبُّثُ لَامْبَثَ To remain somewhere لَبِثَ لَبِثْتُمْ We have done these words before So they would not have remained Meaning Remained thinking about it They wouldn't have said Give me a day to think about it I'll get back to you tomorrow No Instantly, what would they do? Join the mushrikeen against the Muslims. Yasira. Yasira means easy, because what is easy is simple, insignificant, right? Insignificant amount. So yasira over here means briefly. Meaning they would have immediately offered their support for the mushrikeen. What is being said over here? That the munafiqun, their loyalties are really not with you, O Muslims. They're not committed to faith. Because when they're asked to sacrifice in the way of Allah, they hesitate. They make excuses. They're worrying about their families and their properties. But if there's anything against the Muslims, they're ready to do anything against the Muslims. 
So are these people your friends? Don't be fooled. They're not your friends. Because who's a real friend? Who's a real friend? A friend in? A friend in need is a friend indeed. Because you see the munafiqeen, the hypocrites who lived in Medina, verbally they showed a lot of support to the Muslims. But when it came time to do something, they would make excuses. So you see people who give you verbal support, you count on them. Right? You count on them. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, when there is actually time to do something, they're not going to show up. In fact, they will happily turn against you. They will do anything to harm you. So don't be deceived by them. وَلَقَدْ And certainly, كَانُوا They had, they were, عَاهَدُوا اللَّهَ They made promise with Allah, مِن قَبْلُ From before. لَا not يُوَلُّونَ الْأَدْبَارِ They will turn the backs. الْأَدْبَارِ Plural of the word, دُبُر Meaning previously, they had given their pledge to Allah that they will not turn their backs, meaning they will not turn their backs from the battle and flee. This is what they had promised before when they embraced Islam. وَكَانَ عَهْدُ اللَّهِ مَسْؤُولًا And ever is the promise of Allah that about which one will be questioned. Who breaks his promise then? Because over here they were breaking their promise, right? Previously they had promised they will never flee from the battle. And now they were clearly fleeing. One of the signs of the hypocrites is what? That when he promises, he makes a promise, he breaks it. وَالْعِيَادُ billah. None of us would like to have such a friend who betrays us at a time when we need them. Right? So let us not be such friends to others who abandon others at a time when they are needed. Let's not be such people. Because such people are disliked by people and certainly these ayats show that they're disliked by who? By Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also. قُلْ Say to them, لَنْ Never يَنْفَعَكُمْ It will benefit you. الْفِرَارُ The fleeing. Meaning if you flee, if you get away, it's never gonna help you. إِنْ فَرَرْتُمْ If you fled مِنَ الْمَوْتِ From death. Because basically, why is it that they didn't want to stand there guarding the trench? They were afraid of dying. And... This is not to say that death is not real. Of course it's real. And we are afraid of dying. Isn't it? But if the Prophet ﷺ, he participated in the digging of the trench, in guarding the trench, you understand? Then what's the lesson for the rest of the people? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that if you try to flee, it's not going to save you min al-mawt, from death. Because eventually, sooner or later, I mean, you're going to die. Life is not forever in this world. Awil qatli or from qatl. Wa'idan and then la tumatta'una. You shall not be given enjoyment illa except qalilan a little. Meaning if you run away from the trench right now, who knows? Somebody inside could also kill you. Isn't it? You could die in your own bed. If you run away from your obligation, from fulfilling your promise, what are you gonna save? A little bit? And that's going to be qalil, very little. You know, for example, if we give our word to somebody that you're moving houses, I will come and help you. Right? I'll come back and I'll come, I'll help you take the stuff and everything. You have my support. I'll even bring lunch. And now what happens? The poor friend is calling, calling, waiting. Are you coming? Not coming? What's going on? 
and then you just turn your phone off. Why? Because you realize that this is the time when that particular TV show comes and you don't want to miss it. For example. Right? So okay, we break our promise, we betray somebody, we deceive somebody, and we can make an excuse later. Oh, my phone died, I completely forgot. You know, I was sleeping. I fell asleep. Oh, I'm so sorry, I hope everything went well. You know, we can show our fake apologies later on. How much did we really enjoy? One TV show with guilt. And even if we ordered some pizza and we're eating our pizza, sipping on our drink, that would be with so much guilt. Isn't it? That guilt is going to eat you up. So when we break our promises, it's not going to benefit us. How much are we going to enjoy? Just a little bit. قُلْ say, مَنْ ذَلَّذِي Who is that to? يَعْصِمُكُمْ Who could save you? مِنَ Allah from Allah. In if أَرَادَ بِكُمْ He intended for you سُوءَ and evil, أو or أَرَادَ بِكُمْ He intended for you رَحْمَةً Mercy. If Allah decides to send something towards you, whether good or bad, who can save you from it? Who can protect you from it? Nobody can. وَلَا يَجِدُونَ And they will not find لَهُمْ for themselves مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ Besides Allah waliyan Any protector وَلَا نصيرا, Nor any helper What does this ayah show? That the owner of gain and loss is who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala If he wants to benefit you No one can withhold his mercy And if he withholds his mercy from you No one can give it to you Allah says قَدْ in fact, يَعْلَمُ اللَّهُ Allah knows الْمُعَوِّقِينَ The hinderers مِنْكُمْ among you. مُعَوِّقِينَ is a plural of the word مُعَوِّق It's a very important word مُعَوِّق is from عَيْن وَالْقَافِ okay? And مُعَوِّق It is said عَوَّقَنِي عَوَّقَنِي meaning he prevented me from what I wanted to do He prevented me from what I wanted to do so I was determined, I was set upon doing something. And what happened? This person distracted me. Does it happen? Does it happen? You go sit in the living room with your cup of hot chocolate and your computer and your book. And you're like, I'm going to work on my assignment. Your brother comes and sits next to you, opens up his something, some random video plays, and then another random video plays. And then something else happens. And as you're looking and sipping on your hot chocolate, you close your computer. Alright? And then he turns the TV on and you end up watching TV. And after three hours you realize it's bedtime and you haven't even gotten half of your assignment done. Is this real? Happens, right? So if that happened to you, you would say, Awakani. He prevented me. He stopped me. Alright? I was set to do my work. He distracted me. But is that gonna work? It's not going to work. Now, also remember that your brother probably when he came and sat next to you, he didn't intend to distract you from your work. Right? And in that case, you can't blame him. Who can you blame? Only yourself. But sometimes people do this deliberately. Hmm? Mothers, you know what I'm talking about? That if your child wants to do something, what do you do? You distract them. It just works. Most of the time at least. Right? That if they see the phone and they want to play with the phone, you distract them with something else. You show them something else and they forget about the phone. Isn't it? You're at a store and they're looking at all those things which are at the checkout. And they want to buy the Kinder Surprise and the gum and everything, every random thing. They want to buy it. What do you give to them? Phone. 
Right? You give them the phone, their eyes are off, all those goodies, and they'll forget about it. Now this you did deliberately. This is awwaqa. So Allah says, He knows al-mu'awwiqina minkum. Those who hinder others, deliberately stop others. Allah knows those people who deliberately stopped others from helping the Prophet ﷺ at this time. وَالْقَائِلِينَ And those who said, لِإِخْوَانِهِمْ to their brothers, هَلُمَّ إِلَيْنَا Come to us. Come hide with us. Don't let the Muslims see you. Don't let the Prophet ﷺ see you. Just come and hide. وَلَا يَأْتُونَ الْبَأْسَ And they do not come to the Ba's. Ba's might, it's also used for battle. Right? They do not go to battle illa qalila except for a few. Meaning only a few come or they go for a very little time, for very little work just to please people. So what does this ayah tell us? That there are, you know, in difficult times, there are some people who will not do anything themselves and they will also discourage who? Others. And be very careful about those who directly or indirectly discourage you from doing what you want to do. This is very important. Any person who discourages you from doing what is important to you, be careful around them. Be careful around them. You know, sometimes it could be something as small as you're trying to pay attention, take notes, and the person sitting next to you is passing you a note. Right? And then you feel obligated to respond to it because it's a third note. Right? So you have to say something. You have to do something. Be very careful over there. وَلَا يَأْتُونَ الْبَأْسَ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا They themselves didn't come and they also discouraged others. Why? Allah says, أَشِحَّةً عَلَيْكُمْ أَشِحَّةً Greedy. Or you can translate this as indisposed toward you. Meaning they don't care about you. أَشِحَّةً This is the plural of the word شَحِيح and شَحِيح is from the root letters شِينْ حَاحَ شُحْ you remember the word shuh? وَمَن يُوقَ شُحَّ نَفْسِهِ Whoever is saved from the shuh of himself. What is shuh? Anybody remember? Yes? Okay, stinginess and there's another side to it. It's a combination of stinginess and greed. When it's time to give, uh-uh, I can't give. When it's time to receive, give me everything. Who has this kind of attitude? Somebody who cares about you? Who? Somebody who doesn't care about you at all. They're selfish, they're only concerned about who? Themselves. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes some people as a shihatan alaykum. They are indisposed toward you. They have no love, no mercy, no concern for you. They're only concerned about who? Who? Themselves. This is why they're hiding, they're running away, they're making excuses, and they're throwing you right in the front, under the bus. فَإِذَا Then when? جَاءَ الْخَوْفِ When the fear comes. Fear over here refers to battle. When fear comes, رَأَيْتَهُمْ You see them. يَنْظُرُونَ إِلَيْكَ They're looking towards you. But how? تَدُورُ أَعْيُنُهُمْ تَدُورُ دَالْ وَوْرَى دَارَ يَدُورُ To go around. And أَعْيُنُهُمْ Their eyes. أَعْيُنُ is the plural of عَيْن. Their eyes are going around. Why are they going around? تَدُورُ أَعْيُنُهُمْ 
When is it that you cannot fix your eyes on something? Okay, you're avoiding. You're avoiding somebody. So تَدُورُ أَعْيُنُهُمْ Their eyes constantly revolving, moving around. Meaning they don't even make any eye contact with you. كَالَّذِي As the one who يُغْشَى It is covered. عَلَيْهِ On him مِنَ الْمَوْتِ From death. Like a person who is overcome by death. Meaning like a person who is close to dying. His eyes, is he able to focus anywhere? Is he able to make eye contact with anybody? No, he's not. He'll open his eyes, close them. He'll open his eyes, look at you, and then look away, and then look down, and then close the eyes again. This is how these munafiqeen are at a time of difficulty. They don't even make eye contact with you. فَإِذَا Then when? ذَهَبَ الْخَوْفِ The fear is gone. Meaning the battle is over. The enemy is gone. Then what do they do? They don't make eye contact with you? Oh no, they really do. سَلَقُوكُمْ They smite you. They whip you. بِأَلْسِنَةٍ With tongues that are hidadin. Sharp. Hidad is the plural of the word. Hadid. Hadid is iron. Alright, a knife. Many weapons are made with iron. So, بِأَلْسِنَةٍ hidad, Meaning with sharp tongues. What do they do with their sharp tongues? سَلَقُوكُمْ Salaqu is from the root letter seen lam qaf salq and salq is basically to boil to boil something in hot water all right and from this it's used for tongue lashing because just as hot water it burns badly doesn't it and when it comes to tongue lashing that hurts even more so salaqukum bi alsinatin hidad what happened to them just a little while ago, at the time of fear, they wouldn't even make eye contact. Now when the fear is gone, they're coming, lashing you with their tongues, speaking so confidently and accusing you almost. They're so forward. What happened over here? Allah says, أَشِحَّةً عَلَى الْخَيْرِ أَشِحَّةً Over here we can translate this as ones who are greedy. عَلَى الْخَيْرِ For good. For who? Just for themselves. Meaning now they're coming to you because they want some benefit. Because Allah granted success to the Muslims. Allah granted victory to them. So now they want a share of that success. What does this show to us? That at a time when they're needed, they're not available. And at the time when good news is being shared or good results are being shared, they want to make sure that they get a share of that and they will bully you into it. Literally bully you into it using their tongues. Again, we need to think about ourselves. What kind of friends, what kind of relatives, what kind of acquaintances are we? At a time of need, where are we? You know, there's two situations, right? One is that when you are supposed to bring something to the table, and the other is when you receive something. So when you have to give, what happens? And when you have to receive, then what happens? The munafiqeen, what did they do? When it came time to receive, they used their harsh tongues. So that the Muslims would be pressured, forced to give them something just so that they could maintain their dignity. Allah says, أُولَٰئِكَ لَمْ يُؤْمِنُوا Such people, they have not believed. فَأَحْبَطَ اللَّهُ أَعْمَالَهُمْ So Allah has wasted their deeds. وَكَانَ ذَٰلِكَ عَلَى اللَّهِ يَسِيرَ And that upon Allah is easy. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, Haya, modesty, and al-'iy. Al-i is controlling the tongue. 
they are two branches of faith. Meaning they are part of faith. Being modest and controlling your tongue. This is part of faith. And bada, shamelessness, and bayan, excessive talk, are two branches of hypocrisy. The Prophet ﷺ also said, what I fear for my ummah the most is its hypocrite, who is alim al-lisan, meaning he knows how to talk. So, we need to analyze ourselves. When it comes to action, how is our action? And when it comes to talk, how is our talk? Recitation. وَإِذْ يَقُولُ الْمُنَافِقُونَ وَالَّذِينَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٌ مَّا وَعَدَنَا اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ إِلَّا غُرُورًا وَإِذْ قَالَ الطَّائِفَةٌ مِّنْهُمْ يَا أَهْلَ يَثْرِبَ لَا مُقَامَ لَكُمْ فَارْجِعُوا وَيَسْتَأْذِنُ فَرِيقٌ مِّنْهُمُ النَّبِيَّ يَقُولُونَ إِنَّ بُيُوتَنَا عَوْرَةٌ وَمَا هِيَ بِعَوْرَةٌ إِنْ يُرِيدُونَ إِلَّا فِرَارًا وَلَوْ دُخِلَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنْ أَقْطَارِهَا ثُمَّ سُئِلُوا الْفِتْنَةَ لَآتَوْهَا وَمَا تَلَبَّسُوا بِهَا إِلَّا يَسِيرًا وَلَقَدْ كَانُوا عَاهَدُوا اللَّهَ مِنْ قَبْلُ لَا يُوَلُّونَ الْأَدْبَارِ وَكَانَ عَهْدُ اللَّهِ مَسْئُولًا قُلْ لَنْ يَنْفَعَكُمُ الْفِرَارُ إِنْ فَرَرْتُمْ مِنَ الْمَوْتِ أَوْ الْقَتْلِ وَإِذَا لَا تُمَتَّعُونَ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا قُلْ مَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يَعْصِمُكُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ إِنْ أَرَادَ بِكُمْ سُوءًا أَوْ أَرَادَ بِكُمْ رَحْمًا وَلَا يَجِدُونَ لَهُمْ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ وَلِيًّا وَلَا نَصِيرًا قَدْ يَعْلَمُ اللَّهُ الْمُعَوِّقِينَ مِنْكُمْ وَالْقَائِلِينَ لِإِخْوَانِهِمْ هَلُمَّ إِلَيْنَا وَلَا يَأْتُونَ الْبَأْسَ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا أَشِحَّةً عَلَيْكُمْ فَإِذَا جَاءَ الْخَوْفُ رَأَيْتَهُمْ يَنْظُرُونَ إِلَيْكَ تَدُورُ أَعْيُنُهُمْ تَدُورُ أَعْيُنُهُمْ كَالَّذِي يُغْشَى عَلَيْهِ مِنَ الْمَوْتِ فَإِذَا ذَهَبَ الْخَوْفُ سَلَقُوكُمْ بِأَلْسِنَةٍ حِدَادٍ أَشِحَّةً عَلَى الْخَيْرِ أُولَئِكَ لَمْ يُؤْمِنُوا فَأَحْبَطَ اللَّهُ أَعْمَالَهُمْ وَكَانَ ذَلِكَ عَلَى اللَّهِ يَسِيرًا 